Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trinice, and this is my husband. I'm Dante. How y'all doing this evening? Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live, where we inspire and empower you guys to fulfill your God-given purpose in spite of your imperfections. So I'm elated to be back before you guys yet another week. Last week, we started a new series of Kingdom Courtship. And um, God laid it on my heart for us to do a series on kingdom courtship and just to lay, on, lay the groundwork and just um, so that we can get a better understanding of what courtship is. Um, we talked about before the altar um, last week. So we're going to get into some review about what last week's podcast was about. And then we're going to get into tonight's podcast. So before we do anything else, let's say a word of prayer and we can get right into it. Let's be she put me on the spot <laughs> she put me on the spot y'all um <clears throat> heavenly father we thank you for this uh I'm about to say service but we thank you lord for the service and for this podcast this evening father god we pray father god lord that you be that you bless father that you be in the midst of us as we come on and just share and talk about something that is vital god to you father god as it relates god to courtship god and marriage father god that Lord God, whoever listens, God, that they be encouraged and be blessed, Father yes, God, by what we have to share on this evening. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Welcome back. Let's see who's on here. My mom, of course. Hi, mom. <laughs> Mama D. Yes. <laughs> you please share this live so that those that don't know that we are on our um I, on our business page, I am imperfectly perfect. And that's um, the podcast platform. And I, I was doing it on my page, but I shifted and said, hey, listen, <laughs> keep things business and professional. So started do, doing it on I am imperfectly perfect um, page um, to bring more attention to that platform. So let's get into a review to all of my Instagram followers and Facebook followers. We started King Short, King Kingdom courtship. This is when you blend two words together. Kingdom courtship. Say that three times. My God. So last week we did kingdom courtship and the subtopic was before the altar, before the altar. And just some things that we talked about is what is courtship? So this is this particular definition is something that we're going to be going over um, tonight and then for the next couple of weeks as we continue the series. And courtship is a period during which a couple um, develops a romantic relationship, especially with a view to marriage, especially with a view to marriage. And we highlighted the fact that the difference between courtship and dating is that dating is simply, it doesn't have a focus. It's not intentional. It's just, okay, if I meet this person, um, you know, they may fulfill my needs for a little bit and for a short time, but I don't have the focus on um, a ultimate goal with this person. But courtship is saying, hey, I'm getting to this thing because my goal is to be married. Now, whether that happens whether I get married to you or whether I get married to somebody else, I'm going to this thing, having a desire to be married and prayerfully and hopefully that with this decision, it will be you. But not going into it with a temporary 
thing. Like, oh, okay, this is cool. I'm just kicking it. We just chilling. We just, you know, vibing. Like, what does that even mean? Like, where is this? Where is this situation going? Nobody has time to just be vibing, just be kicking it. Like those days, especially as believers, everything we do should be intentional. And courtship is no different. So we talked about courtship, the meaning of courtship last week. We also got into um, while you're waiting, it's important that you are fulfilling your purpose, that whatever God is leading you to do, that make sure that you are doing that. An example of that was Ruth and how she was working in the field before Boaz saw her working in the field. She was doing what God led her to do. God led her in the field and she was found by her husband, Boaz. And then we talked about expectations. Where is the relationship going? We said it's important that you establish those expectations in the beginning. You don't have to go all the way there. Like something that I did say, hey, where is this going at three months? (laughs) You don't have to do that. However, you do need to establish, hey, do you have a desire to be married? Because if you don't have a desire to be married, then there's no point for us to even be courting. Do you have a desire to have children? Like, these are some things that you can generally have a basic. I'm not saying, hey, like, I want to have your babies. Like, don't be that direct. Like, but you can ask general questions to see, hey, where where's your mind? Do you have goals? Do you have, what's your intentions for where, where this courtship is going? We talked about premarital counseling, the importance of it making sure that you do premarital counseling before you actually announce to the world that you are engaged to save yourself um, the heartache and embarrassment if things don't work out. Um, And then we talked about the joys of um, being engaged. So those, those are just some things that we talked about briefly last week. If you did not get a chance to see last week's podcast, please go to our Facebook page, which is I Am Imperfectly Perfect Incorporated. Um, You can follow us on there. You can also go on our Instagram page, which is I underscore am underscore imperfectly perfect. Um, And you follow us on there. And then we are available on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so much more. We'll be putting this information again at the end, but just so you have it, so you are aware where the podcast is for last week. So, Without further ado, let's get into tonight's podcast. So, again, we are doing Kingdom Courtship, taking my time on that word, Kingdom Courtship Series. And tonight, our subtopic is Kingdom Building. Kingdom Building. And this is a topic that um, me and Dante can both relate to because we have been building God's kingdom, even as friends, even as business partners. Um, and it really just helped us even now as we are coming together as husband and wife and growing together in our marriage. So these are some things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, and first things first, what we want to touch on is what is God's vision for your marriage? What is God's vision for your marriage? And I'm going to say the definition and I'm going to let my husband take over from there. So the definition for vision is the ability to think about or plan the future 
with imagination or wisdom. With imagination or wisdom. In Habakkuk 2, verse 2 through 3, in the Amplified Version, it says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it because it will certainly come. It will not delay. So let's keep that in mind as my husband goes more into more into it about vision. Let's keep in mind of what this um, particular passage is talking about. Husband. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so um, talking about vision uh, as it relates to as it relates to marriage. And as I shared last week, uh, I was engaged um, before and I didn't work. And so. I had already been through the rain, the the reins of planning for or you know working alongside you know right. someone planning a wedding and so, but I've always uh, been a long term thinker, mm -hmm. and anyone who knows me and really knows me knows that I love to have a plan. I don't like going into things haphazardly um, because that I think that's kind of like a recipe for disaster. Um, I like things to be planned out. I like right. to be organized and I like to know exactly what's going on. Why? Because that's, I just, function, that's just my flow. And anything outside of that is just like, what's going on? Like, what you doing? You know, <laughs> so, um, but it is so important. And as a, you know, and not being uh, big headed or arrogant about it, but the man is the one that is supposed to come for the vision. Right. When God created, Adam and Eve, he made man first and put him over the enterprise, if you will, of the Garden of Eden like to dress it, to take care of it, mm -hmm. and also to, uh, how can I say it, to live off of it because that was his home, essentially. Mm -hmm. The Garden of Eden was was uh, Adam's house. Right. And so his responsibility was to be, God told us to be fruitful and multiply, to subdue the earth, God, to, to take dominion and have rule over everything that the Lord created. Right. So that was God's vision being downloaded to man. And so it was for man to carry that out. And God also understood that man could not do that by himself. Mm -hmm. We know that, you know, scripture says it's not good for man to be alone. So it's for me to have a vision to communicate to the woman that I am considering marrying. Mm -hmm. And we've gone through the pre pre preliminaries. Okay. How are you? This is who you are. You know, this is what I what I'm into. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm looking to go right. and seeing where they fit into that. So talking about vision, I mean, I had I when I presented how I felt to trainees um, in the mall. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I presented, you know, I already had the vision in my mind mm -hmm. and I said, OK, let's start planning, um, because, again, I'm a th long term thinker. So, you know. Sometimes, yeah, I kind of miss thinking about what's going on in the moment because my mind tends to venture mm -hmm. to next week or the week after, a few months right. or even, you know, a few years down the line. But if I can be specific talking about vision. So last year, 2021, was our year of, of being married. We got married in July 2022. I... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. July 21. Thank you. See, this is... Thank you. 
Yes, thank you so much. So um, I had a nine month goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I had a nine month goal because I understood that time was was going down. And when time came for number one to um, have a place to put this woman, and also to walk down the aisle to do the, you know, to do the honeymoon and all the, you know, all that good stuff. Right. I had a goal. And so here's my goal. Uh, to secure a place to live. And in parentheses, I put the garden again, going back to the Genesis, the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Currently saving. And I'll tell you $300 a month, second half of the month, $200 first half of the month. And my goal was to have 5k, 5,000 by April. And I saved. And I put in parentheses, I'm saving my income tax. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I didn't quite get there exactly, but I got close. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when you have a vision, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to hit all the bullet points. But the fact of the matter is you have one. Right. And if you if you're sticking to it and if you find yourself venturing off and say, hey, listen, go back and look at it again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, yeah, you have to pivot. Sometimes you have to put things on the shelf now. As a single man, I, you know, I'd been, it had just been me, you know, I was living at home um, at my parents' house, but I had a goal. I had a vision and, you know, I mapped out my financials, uh, what I, you know, what I have in terms of, you know, student loans and all those things, um, managing my credit mm-hmm. um, and also, you know, hey, looking outside of like my, I don't say my nine to five, but my career as far as being a teacher. Mm-hmm. And also uh, looking at like my, you know, I'm a part of an, of an investment club. So again, the purpose of that is thinking long-term. And I currently, you know, was looking at uh, what my uh, vehicle situation was. Um, leasing my vehicles, I had two years left um, on my on my lease. And so mm-hmm. um, looking at all those, but fin- my marriage and financial goals was long. Now I'll, I'll give you long-term. Within the next three years, I want to pay off my student loans. Why? Because loans, you know, uh, and debt, you know, affect your credit and also affect what you're able to obtain. So, and I want to be debt free. So, you know, anyone who's been to school, college, you know, and gotten degrees, the struggle is real on student loans. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I believe and still believe that God is going to uh, either wipe up my debt or bless me and and I train these with the funds to be able to to do that because just want to get rid of it. Uh, collectively, uh, again, talking about marriage and financial goals, collectively saving and purchasing a home in two to three years. Now, I've emphasized this to trainees and, and to my you know family and just, you know, casual conversation. I want to I want to I want something with my name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've you know, I've leased I've had, you know, my own apartment before. And, you know, we're currently in an apartment mm-hmm. and it's nice for what it is. But I want something with my name on it. And as a man, it is fulfilling for me to have something with my name on it. Um, and so having a home in my name, you know, I don't I don't I don't know. Listen, I'm, I may even cry that day when, you know, we get the keys, yeah. we sign and all those things, because it's just something about ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can get into the whole thing about, you know, being an African-American and, you know, us having our own and all of that stuff. But as a as a married man now. I see it more than ever to actually walking through the door and looking at our home and saying, wow, look at what God has done because Mm -hmm. having a, having a goal and having a vision keeps things together and keeps things realistic. Mm -hmm. 
Mama D, I see you. <laughs> yes, I know you will. Uh, but again, here is my, you know, uh, talking about the vision that I believe that for my family, because I am the priest of the home. So it is, it is really my responsibility uh, to come to this woman with the plan and learning how to listen if she has something to add to that. Because what I've learned, and this is again, before we got married, I would come to trainees with an idea and she said, oh, well, we can do thus and so. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, not even mm-hmm. thinking, you know, because, you know, us as men, we can be very general or very broad, but women are very, you guys are more detail oriented. God bless very you. True. Amen. <laughs> so, okay. So my long-term goal was, like I said, within the next three years, I want to pay off student loans and be debt free, mm-hmm. collectively saving and purchasing a home in two to three years. A two-car, a two-car garage, single home in a Pennsylvania suburb where my wife and children can grow up. So, and I learned that from my dad, Charles, right. having a goal, having a vision for where he wanted us to live. He didn't want his children uh, or, you know, my mother walking out and, you know, in, in trash and, and junk and nonsense and ratchetness all throughout the neighborhood. No. Yeah. Grew up in a safe neighborhood, grew up in a safe home. An environment, and so I saw that, and I wanted that for my family. And I am a, I am bougie, but I also believe in having the best. And so, I grew up in Southwest Philadelphia my entire my entire life. But I want something more, and having been exposed to better, that's what I want. And so, and learning how to be specific, like okay, I want a house. Well, okay, that's nice. What does a house, what does your house look like? And so being specific, me having my own car, my wife having her own car, living in a single home. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, no, 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 nothing against row homes, but I like, you you know what I mean? Privacy. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) All right. Um, And again, that was the, the house, but talking again about vision, Mm -hmm. maintaining multiple streams of income having a career. Now we're currently in, uh, we're both working together and we're not, um, we're kind of jumping a little ahead, but we work together. Mm-hmm. I am a, uh, I, I teach uh, Christian concepts. I teach the word of God to our students, K to eight. I right. teach that at Cornerstone uh, Christian Academy. And so my career, my career vision is to transition to a position of leadership outside of the classroom. Mm-hmm. Business merchandise and services. Um, we are both graphic designers. Okay. And so providing a service, um, I'm an author and looking to write more books. Right. Trainees is about to be an author. Praise the Lord. Um, again, talking about multiple streams of income, investment in the stock market, making my money work for me instead of working for my money all the time. That's good. Right. Serving the Lord together and individually. So it's not, I gave you a lot of practical, but it's all balanced with the spirit because we both love the Lord. And so we're both passionate. And again, talking about compatibility, mm-hmm. your mate shouldn't be, how can I, I want to put this right. <laughs> you should be hungry for God together. Right. Your me. As a as a love for God, mm-hmm. because that's a part of my that's a part of my life. It's a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I said this last week: whoever my wife is going to be had to be spiritually mature enough to keep up with me, mm-hmm. but also 
when warfare comes out, you can't be sitting there cute when you're going through. So (laughs) needed somebody who could help with the spiritual weight and also be compatible and just fit right in. And ultimately, yes, having the same hunger and thirst for the things of God. Right. And this is not us being boastful or proud, but we both love God. Amen. We both are learning about it now, talking about king, kingdom building, mm-hmm. um, having a, con- you know, consecrating more. You know, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I've never consecrated this much. And I'm saying that I, you know, right. I don't, but it's the fact that, you know, what the, the what God has on our lives, we have to be. Uh, conditioned mm-hmm. and having to learn to condition, you know, condition ourselves. And I've learned that from from watching my apostle uh, Ellis and from watching my mother, from watching my my parents as they pastor mm-hmm. and as they shepherd. I've I've seen it, and you know, I don't always like it. You know, I like food. I like you know TV. I like to have a good time. But it's about what the Lord is calling for, right. and so you have to be. I gave you a lot in terms of vision, but God has every right to just brush every last one of these uh, points off of my list Mm -hmm. and say, no, this is what you're going to do right here. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, talking about vision, loving and dating my wife. One thing my my dad taught me, another thing that, you know, uh, I learned in, you know, premarital counseling, you don't get married and stop dating. Like you continue to (coughs) date and continue to pursue your wife. And so that's what, you know, what I'm, what I've been taught and that's what I'm learning how to do. And Mm -hmm. so commuting and also here, and this is a struggle and just keeping it, keeping it, keeping it real, communicating and leading my family. Mm-hmm. Because as a man, I have a, that's a great responsibility and I don't want to drop the ball. Right. Right. So I, I want to present something, but sometimes I'm not, sh- I'm, I'm fearful because it may not come out the way it may not come out correctly. Right. But through help and patience, my wife works with me. Mm-hmm. I can come to her and say, hey, I believe this is what we should be doing. We should be focusing on this. And when the children, you know, when the children come, mm-hmm. it's going to be. And I don't want to be negative, but it's going to be pressure because I was responsible for one woman. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to be responsible for two little ones. Amen. Teaching, two. teaching Sorry. me. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Teaching me, you know, how to put myself aside. Teaching me how to uh, think for. Now I'm thinking for two. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking for two, and then some. You know, down the line, I'll be thinking for three. So having a vision for your marriage is, I believe, the key to having and sustaining a successful marriage because you right. know where you're going. So. Again, maintaining multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. having a career. We both, you know, work in the educational field. I just, you know, I I desire to 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 move into a leadership role. But if God wants me to stay in the classroom, then that's where I got to stay. Yeah. Business, um, books, investment, investing, serving the Lord together and individually. If she's sick, I still got to stay on my post. If I'm sick, she's still going to go to rehearsal and 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 lead the dance ministry and do stream yard and all those other things that right. she has to do because 
we're committed to, to the vision. We're committed to the purpose. We're committed to doing the things of the Lord. Right. Amen. And loving and dating my wife. All right. Communicating and leading my family. And here's another one. Security. I'm not. And when I mean so security, I'm talking about life insurance. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how fulfilling it was for me. One of the things I did, you know, as we were settling into marriage uh, summer of last year. One of the things that my dad, Charles, told me, get an insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And I got one and I'm leaving it all to my wife. And it felt so good because it's a sense of security. So God forbid something happens to me. She doesn't have to do, you know, and I know we hear it a lot, you know, but she doesn't have to do a GoFundMe or Kickstarter right. to get, you know, so she can put me in the ground or, you know, if I decide to be cremated. Um, I don't want to think about it, but it's, 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 you know what I mean? And I'm not being funny when I say that because it's, it's, it's real. It's happening um, rapidly every day. But I have an insurance policy. Got her set up. She has an uh, insurance policy. And so we're covered. So talking about purpose this is the last part and I'll be done. Purpose as it relates to ministry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ministry is on our lives. Ministry is on my life. Ministry is on her life. Mm -hmm. So ministry is a part of our lives. Right. So, and, th and this is what I said, when it comes, work together and to teach and disciple God's people and serve the community. And that was what I believe that God gave me. And I wanted to be specific. I didn't just want to say, okay, we're going to have this. No, I wanted to be specific. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and I believe God loves it when we're specific because it lets us, it let, I believe he sees our sincerity and he mm -hmm. also sees that we, oh yeah, we got a plan. We got a vision. Right. I hope you guys were blessed by that part. Thank you, babe. Amen. Um, I don't know about any other, other ladies out there, but Women love when a man has a plan and when he has a vision. It's nothing like seeing a man and him trying to court you and he doesn't have a vision. He doesn't know where you guys are, are headed. He can't lead you anywhere. He doesn't have any goals. Nobody, no woman wants a man that doesn't have any goals or doesn't have any any plans. Um, <laughs> especially in this day and age when where women are, like we talked about a little bit about that last week, um, women are um, groomed to be more assertive and more aggressive. And they are, um, they have businesses. I mean, they are making six figures, seven, seven figures, and they have their goal oriented. And so if they want a husband, they want some, a husband is going to be able to lead them. Because otherwise they're like, well, I can do this for myself. Like, what's the point of, Allowing you to lead me if you don't have a vision. So that's truly important. What so we establish what the vision is and great job, husband, for really laying that groundwork. And I love the fact that um he had all of these things because now I know as his wife, okay, where we're headed. And just as we talked about last week, a wife is meant to be a helpmate. So my husband has given me the groundwork, given me what our the vision is for our marriage. And now as, as his wife, as his helpmate, it's important that I'm able to help that grow. I can't help it grow if I don't know what the vision is. And just like you said, women are more 
detail. So he's giving me the not I don't want to consider it basic, but he gave me the foundation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's giving me the foundation. And now that I know the foundation of our marriage, of our legacy, let's use that word of our legacy. Let's now as his help me, okay, Holy Spirit, download to my to my spirit of how I can help this thing grow. How can I help this thing expand? So next we're going to get into mission. What is a mission? Because there's a vision and then there's a mission for your marriage. So mission is, get back to my notes. Mission means a strongly felt aim, ambition, or calling. A strongly felt aim, ambition, or calling. Where has God called called you to? Who has God called you to? What has God called you to? Do you wake up and, and you have um, just a desire to see um, the homeless have uh, food and shelter? Is that something that you are constantly thinking about? If that's something you are waking up thinking about, that's your mission. That's where God is leading you to. That's the who. That's the maybe you, you see yourself traveling across the world and, and preaching the gospel. God calls you to go to different places. Your mission. So in Acts 13, verse 47, Amplified Version, it says, For what is for that is what the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have placed you as a light for the Gentiles so that you may bring the message of eternal salvation to the end of the year. God has called us. And when it says being talking about message, sometimes we, we hear messages that, oh, I'm not called to preach. Listen, whatever your capacity, whatever your purpose is, whatever you are, whoever you're called to, that's your message. If it's just a matter of you sharing your testimony, when I come on here on a perfectly perfect live and God leads me to share different parts of my life, I'm sharing my testimony. He's not saying that you are called to be on a, on a platform like this. Maybe you're just called to an individual. That's your message. That's your platform. So what is, what does that mean for you as a married couple? If you are in, in courtship or you're aspiring to be married, what does that mean for a married couple? I know one thing for us, our mission is to break generational curses with the success of our marriage. And just to share briefly, for us, we're both similar things that we have. We're both the oldest child, but we come from different dynamics. My dynamic is... My parents, they got married at a young age, and unfortunately, their marriage didn't work out, so now they're divorced, and, but I grew up in a married home, and then they got divorced, so my dynamic is different, and so it comes from a, a perspective where the enemy tries to, tries to say, oh, well, marriage never works out, and marriage marriages fail, and you know, your marriage will never work. And so I had to kick the devil in his face and say, listen, I know what happened to my parents, unfortunately. However, that's not going to happen with me and Dante. That's not going to happen with our marriage. So breaking a generational curse with that. Husband, you want to speak about your dynamic? 
So my dynamic was that, you know, my, um, <clears throat> my, my biological parents uh, did not get married. My mother um, got married to my dad, Charles. And so, but I had always, um, and this is from being a child growing up in my grandmother's, uh, grandparents' house, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, so I was used to a family environment mm-hmm. because I had both my grandmother and I had my grandfather and I was growing up in their house and along with, you know, with my mother and mm-hmm. also with my aunt, you know, my aunt and my uncles. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> and so when my, when my mom got married, it was, um, I was going from one family environment to another. Mm -hmm. So I had been groomed and I didn't realize it um, until I got older or just looking back, I'm like, I had been, I've always been around married couples. Right. And I shared this last week, you know, I would, from my parents who are celebrating uh, 26 years of marriage this year, my, um, my grandparents that I grew up with, my grandfather uh, uh, transitioned uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. That was almost, that was over 40 years of marriage. Uh, I had another set of grandparents, my grandfather transitioned. That was over 40 years ago, mm-hmm. close to, four, uh, yeah, low, yeah, over 40 years. Mm-hmm. Had a, uh, an uncle, my um, uncle transitioned, but that was over 40 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um Got to see them again uh, when I was a little older, but I had great grandparents who were married well over 50 years. Mm-hmm. The Goldsmiths, 50 celebrating, uh, let, let's see, two years, little, maybe two years or more, mm-hmm. 50 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. So you, you see what I'm talking about? Um, our, 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 um, our counselors, our pre our, our marriage counselors, um, over uh, 15, 18, because I think they're at the 20th year mark. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure, but they're yeah. over 18. So a pattern of just being surrounded by marriages. Mm-hmm. And so when it was my turn, you know, I said I wanted what I saw in terms of the longevity. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I've heard, you know, um, you know, people saying, particularly like those who have maybe not may not have been in it that long. You know, like marriage is work. Marriage is hard. And yeah, rightfully so. Right. Marriage is work mm-hmm. You ha- because you have to work at it with another person who may not be like you, mm-hmm. who may have a different outlook and different approach to things. But you if you have agreed and done this in, in, in the eyes of the Lord, you can't give up at the first sign of disagreement. Mm-hmm. And so. And being in a generation. Um, where you know, it's like, okay, everybody is not getting married or everyone is not, did not have the fortunate experience of growing up in a marriage-like environment. There's still hope for you. Mm-hmm. And talking about breaking generational curses, maybe it didn't work out for your parents, but that doesn't mean it doesn't, that that it won't work out for you if you give yeah. it to God. So that's my, you know, and that's my testimony. The, the 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 opportunity or the privilege to grow up surrounded by married couples. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, that was my. Yeah, uh, that was your. That was your drunk. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so as you as you can see, our our mission is to break generational curses because you have one dynamic is like, okay, marriages may not you know work, and then you have another dynamic where you have blended a blended family, and. I mean, their blended family is is beautiful. I mean, and I'll just say this is um, our pastors, our, you know, our parents, they married, recently married his his dad and his um, new um, bonus mom. You don't see that every day. So just, you know, just seeing like having being surrounded um with that is is just a beautiful thing and just and just showing the world that hey sometimes you know things like things may not work out however god has multiple plans you want to talk about having plans god has multiple plans because he already foresees what's going to happen okay maybe this is the ultimate plan that i have for my son and my daughter however I know that they're going to take this route. I know they're going to go this way and they're going to, they're going to do all of these things. And I have a different plan for them to ultimately get to where I want them to be. So God has all those things figured out because we're not perfect. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. And so with that, God leads us to where we ultimately supposed to be. Getting back to what I was saying with mission our mission is to break generational curses with the success of our marriage. Another one is to pour into other marriages and those that aspire to be married. So even as a young couple only married six months going on seven, we already know that God is leading for us to minister and to be able to pour into other marriages on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was like, all right, Lord, we knew like you know how God like tells you things going to happen, but then it's like when it happens, you like wait, but wait, I I wasn't ready or I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to happen like that fast. It was like Lord, like when I tell you, like on our honeymoon, like we were just fresh out, like a day or two, married, and we um, at dinner. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is talking to my husband and just saying, you know, he, I, I'm learning him. So like, he'll make, he'll make certain faces. And when he makes, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Where it's just kind of like, like a blank stare. It's if like, he just zones out and God is like speaking to him. And I'm just like, wait, wait, something just shifted. Like you gotta, um, like, I feel the shift and I'm like, wait a minute, we just be busting it up. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, Oh man! All right, mm. now I gotta get my get my mind right. I'm like, all right, we about to go in ministry mode, yes, and I can Lord. see him like looking around. And I'm just like, all right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just being available to be used for God's glory, and on honeymoon ministering to other couples, mm-hmm. and where we went, it was nothing but couples. Yeah. So it was only befitting that God would use us in that capacity and mm-hmm. see, hey, like, yeah, y'all married now. It's time to get to work. Like, <laughs> that's what basically I was saying. It's time to get to work. Like, ain't no holding back. Like, let's go. Like, 
my mama D is funny. What'd she say? When I go into a stare, God is talking to him. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, that's yeah. so true, mom. And that, you know, and that experience taught me something, you know, because, you know, and just, you know, keeping it, keep, just keeping it real, you know, um, in a time where marriages don't last long, right. you know, for whatever reason, you know, and not, you know, um, that, you know, that happens when that happens. But one of the things that I share with trainees, I believe that I, you know, I said this, I said that the Lord is going to, you know, you know, use us to be a blessing to, to other marriages. Mm. And sometimes, yeah, the age difference does cross my mind. Cause it's like, you know, you know, how can I, you know, how can we, who just got into this thing, uh, pass on something to, uh, couples who've been in it, you know, 10, you know, five, five, mm. 10, you know, 15 years and 20 right. or, or more. But, you know, me being a teacher and learning and teaching the word of God, God used children. God used the, the younger to be a blessing and to show the elders. And so, you know, and it's not coming from a, a cocky or arrogant place. It's just the simple fact that God instituted marriage. And so God is pro-marriage. Right. And so I don't, you know, God is not for divorce. Right. And so, again, you know, being able to pour into couples while we were on our honeymoon, I said, you know, you know, hey, you know, we're coming, you know, on our honeymoon for one, you know, for one thing. But the Lord said, like, um, and I hear, you know, and I hear it in my ear and I feel that, you know, tug and I'm like, OK, mm -hmm. just trying to get clear and just getting clarity because I don't want to embarrass the Lord. Right. And I want to do, you know, and we want to do, you know, what the Lord is leading us to do. And so we the Lord used us to be a blessing and just minister to a few couples while we were up there. And that was so refreshing. It was so rewarding. Mm -hmm. And God continues to use it. And so, um, yeah, just learning how to be, again, having, uh, talking about kingdom building and being a blessing to other marriages. And this is what we're doing on here tonight, being yeah. a blessing to marriages and even those who aspire to be married. Right. Amen. Amen. So talking about your vision, talking about the mission. And these are some things, again, that you talk about before you actually get married. You need to understand certain some of these things. You might not talk about it all, like my husband said. There were some things that that he established um, before we got married, and then there were some things, like for instance, the beginning of this year, we started talking about the vision of the year, mm -hmm. laying the groundwork. Okay, what are our goals for this year? What are some things that we need to do, both individually and collectively? So always so when you establish a vision it is not it's not something that's just always because you know there are i'm talking about smart goals there are things that you there are short-term goals there are long-term goals so being able to establish those things being specific mm -hmm. help me out here being specific being measurable, measurable attainable, attainable um relevant, relevant and, and timely, timely. Yep. so yeah. having job. yes <laughs> That's important. I mean, hey, I should know that by now because we talked about it my whole senior year in college. Yes. Um, but yes, having having those smart goals and breaking it down to even be more specific of having uh, short term and long term. So you should always just how, you know, even though men are broad, however, 
the women the women are want to be able to help with the wives rather or want to be able to help say okay let's break this down is this more of a short-term thing or this is a long long-term thing and how we want to execute that um together and then i said that briefly earlier is that getting more specific about okay your vision and mission who what and where has god called you to as a married couple who what and where has god called you as a married couple so in first corinthians 7 verse 17 in the amplified version it says only let each one live the life which the lord has assigned him and to which god has called him for each person is unique and is accountable for his choices and conduct let him walk in this way And this is a thing that each person individually and collectively are called to a certain person, a certain place, and a certain thing. And it's important that you know that, that that you seek God about it and say, Lord, where are you leading me to? Who are you leading me to? What is, what is this thing that you are leading me to? And when God gives it to you, write the vision and make it plain, like it said in Habakkuk 2, 2, verse 3. Write it out. And make sure that you write it out, whether you can type it on your phone or you actually write it. I'm, I can be a little old school. I like writing things out versus using the phone to do it, but I kind of do both, <laughs> I guess. But, you know, whatever, however you're able to jot it down, jot it down and make sure you visit it often. Often as need be. Because you need to be reminded about that vision. Because sometimes we can go through life and we're doing things and then we can kind of stare off if we don't have that vision. If you need to put it on your wall, because I used to really be into doing vision boards and I would actually have my vision board and have now wake up to it. But then, you know, however you choose, whether you do it that route or you just simply have it on your phone and you always have your phone handy that you can constantly visit it and have it as an awareness. Hey, this is what I need to be doing. I to keep yourself on track. Mm -hmm. So who is it that you're called to? As we mentioned, we know that we are called to other married couples and to others that who are, who aspire to be married. That And that's our, our collective thing. And youth. And youth. Yes, mm -hmm. most definitely. Mm -hmm. And youth. Now, individually, Maybe called to something, you know, different because I know for me, I'm more called to to the to the younger girls, um, to the young females. And then my husband, he really is called to um, but it's still it's still kind of like the same because it's like, okay, I might be talking to the young girls and he may be talking to the young guys, but collectively we're both called to the youth. But knowing those things are important, so you make sure that you are fulfilling. Because it's still in perfectly perfect life, fulfilling your God-given purpose in spite of your imperfections. So before we go, we're going to talk more, a little bit more about working together and the different capacities that we work in. Because everybody's not called to do this, but God has graced us to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. We work in multiple capacities together. And we started off working in business together. And we touched a little bit on it last week of how my husband, he started his business design works and is a graphic design agency. And 
um, God had, had already let me know that, hey, you're going to be working with Dante and his business. And I was just really fresh, like out of college. And I was just like, oh, like I, I really want to learn more um, about the graphic design business and learn more about branding. And needs to say, Dante was already in it. <laughs> and God was leading, you know, for us to work together. And this was already after God had already told me he was going to be my husband. <laughs> I mean, like, God was just, like, giving me the scoop. But God knew what to do for me to get me in order because if God didn't reveal, and I believe that strongly, if God didn't reveal a lot of things to me, I would have went a different direction. So God had to give me the scoop, if you want to say that. He had to do that so that I know, okay, trainees, you can stare off if you want to. This is what God, this is where God is leading you. And then I, I would actually go the direction, especially if I was saying, Lord, I'm finally surrendering to you. But God was teaching me how to keep my mouth closed too, <laughs> to not reveal all of those details. And I did my best. <laughs> Some things I was like, but I, I really did my best in making sure that I did not reveal um, things too soon. Um, uh, you have somebody on uh, on Instagram. Hello, yeah. hello. hello there. How are you? Yeah. Uh, Chalk. Chalk. Chalk yeah. Fifty-two hundred. People have these different names on Instagram. Good evening. How you doing there? <laughs> I believe that was uh, somebody. That's somebody I went to college with. Hello, Chico. Yes, I think that's Chico. Right. Yes. Um, so working together in business, um, that was, I would say that was the beginning and the groundwork of our relationship. And because he essentially became my mentor, <laughs> became my mentor and my boss, pretty much like, even though we eventually became business partners, however, right. Um, he was my mentor and he was my boss. So learning how to be, how to be submissive. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, just even talking it out. It's like, okay, God, you was really like setting us up, you know, and preparing us for where we are now as husband and wife, learning how to be submissive because, and I'm still learning because there's sometimes where I can be a little stubborn and I'm just like, all right, if I have an idea. If I have an idea, I kind of get stuck on it. I'm just like, no, but that ain't it. And especially if I'm like experienced in a certain area, I kind of just like want to just do it that way. But, you know, sometimes you just got to submit and just allow others to help. And that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) So God was, you know, helping, helping me in that area. And, um, just as we, um, yes, Courtney, I see you, <laughs> the ultimate matchmaker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, God is. I mean, God writes the greatest love stories, seriously. Um, but yeah, just being able to work together in, in business. And uh, as my husband mentioned, you can touch a little bit more on that, of how, you know, us working together and you, again, you explained to me because him being a visionary and being the owner of Design Works, he had to let me know what the vision and, you know, and mission is of the business. And I remember our initial meeting, even before, like before we officially, you know, started working together, 
and him literally saying, okay, this is the vision. This is where I, you know, where I've been in design work. And this is where I'm expecting or looking to be. And so when he did that, I'm like, okay. And it's like, even though I was there to grow, but I would, once he said that, it's like, okay, I took that and it's like, okay, this is what um, I believe we can do and in, in working in branding and, you know, being able to take it to the next level. So having that, that aspect really helped us um, to what the next thing is, is working in the workplace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not expect that to take place. I mean, it's one thing to be working in business because um, with the graphic design business, you know, it's more on, how do you say it? Um, assignment based or yeah, project, funny. yeah, project based. So it's like, okay, as the projects come, that's when we gather together. So it wasn't really a daily thing. So we didn't have to always see each other. But now, uh, shifting to the workplace, that's different because, you know, I when we first started dating, I was working at the hotel and he was already working at Cornerstone Christian Academy. And um, with the pandemic, I was let go from my job and I was out of work for a while. Um, and husband, you can share more about how that, how this whole position came. <laughs> So, yeah, so talking about um, working together, our first introduction was mm-hmm. as business partners. And she would, and she looked at me as her mentor, and I, I'm like, oh, really, me? And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, but I would push her because I knew that she, she's a great graphic designer, by the way. And mm-hmm. I would see, she would come to me with some of her flyers and some of her work, and I'm like, can't you just do a little, you know, you can do better than this. You know what I mean? And she would get frustrated with me. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> because, you know, get frustrated it's, but- it's, you'll be all right, though. <laughs> you'll be all right. Because, you know, um, you know, sometimes, you know, even when you're not feeling like you're the, you're the greatest at something, when you see it in somebody else, mm-hmm. um, you know what you aspire to do and be and you see that in somebody else you want to put you want to see that come to pass yeah you know what i mean and so um she would go back to the drum Here. Ah, okay, cool. Looks like we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Look like the internet was going um, in and out. Can you guys hear us and see us? Okay, good, good, good. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so um, talking about working together, I never, you know, (laughs) <laughs> she was my you let me see you were my fiance by this time weren't you 
Yeah, we had literally, literally just got officially engaged, and so, then I started working there. Yeah, and so I'm like, this is a, this is gonna be interesting because you know I've never, you know, this is gonna be my first time where I, you know I'm working with my, my wife to be, you know, and you know it's kind of like you know. I don't want to sound territorial, but it's you know it's kind of like my domain, and you kind of you know competing uh, <laughs> on my you know on my flow coming into you know what I mean into my space, and you know hey you know and I'm just being you know honest you know I said I didn't want I always believe in in boundaries, mm-hmm. and that there was a line because it's like okay well I'm coming to work I see my see Trey it's like hey you know that's my babe you know that's you know <laughs> uh, but that's she's Miss Trey Nice at work. You know, and you know, we you know we still go sometimes, and that's just you know natural. <laughs> but um, you know, hey, it's like you know we we do everything. Yeah, we do everything together. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know you hear stories about you know, and I watch you know uh, t- uh, TV shows and uh, you know particularly like restaurant shows. You know where restaurateurs go and fix up uh, you know fa- failing businesses, and sometimes these mm-hmm. businesses are you know comprised of married couples you know and some it's a blessing you know when you see the couples who are still together but then you know sometimes uh couples find out that they and you know after they break up or split up mm-hmm. that they can still work together as business partners they right. just didn't work as you know as a couple and i'm like i just didn't want i was a and yeah okay i'll use it i was fearful and nervous you know for other reasons just you know where i was at the you know time and um uh, I just didn't want that to conflict, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, after that, we I still have to see her. I'm marrying her, so I still got to see her, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, but, you know, bless God, it works, you know. And so um, we're able to come and, you know, we come in and, you know, she's she 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 serves uh, our, our, you know, our, our principal. Mm-hmm. I, I teach my class. And so, you know, when we see each other in passing, you know, so, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Bust it up, you know, a little bit. And uh, then we just keep on going. You know, we we arrive, I get up, you know, I get out and we, you know, we do our parting ways and we have our handshake and she tells me, you know, she loves me and, you know, I tell her I love her and she tells me have a great day. And we do our fist bump and we out, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's a great thing, you know, and so, you know, and then we're at the end of the day, you know, I do, you know, finishing up, you know, what I have to do and, you know, she's working with, with our principal. And so when it's really worked and so, you know, uh, bless God, you know, um, our principal is married as well. And so it's a, it's a blessing. Uh, it really is a blessing. And yeah. I want to say it's brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we're seeing how each other work in different fields right. and facets. Um, we've seen, you know, now being, a, uh, I joined, you know, the, well, we'll talk about, can you talk about church? In a second. Okay, we'll talk about church. Okay, so um so we've seen how each other works in different uh environments. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, you know, it, it works for us. We we have the fortunate testimony of saying that we have worked in multiple facets right. of our lives, and it's you know, it's worked really well. Right. And um, just the, I'm, I don't think I've asked you this. When, 
Okay. When when you presented when you presented the position to me, was it something that God was leading you to do, or did you just felt like because I was out of work, you just need to let me know? Well, the job. Um, <laughs> I have to say it was both. Okay. Um, more so like you know I wanted her because you know Trainees is a busy bee. And so I wanted, I just, you know, and also, yeah, I just, it's not fun being at home and not having that security and not working because yeah, you know, just keeping it real bills don't stop just because you lose your job. Right. And so for no other reason than to, okay, like, yeah, thinking about, excuse me, um, her having the extra income would help us both. Right. But also, you know, she just to, for no other reason at the moment than just, it was an open door and it was an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, though, you know, graphic design was her, is her passion and what mm-hmm. she loves to do. She also loves, likes working with the youth. Yeah. And lo and behold, you know, starting off as a, she started off as, as a teacher assistant mm-hmm. and she just fit in well who knew <laughs> you know what i mean because yes yeah, you know right. it's just again talking about that whole unknown right you know who is this dr. hey bro hey, what's dr. up Pratt? dude that's another who happens to be our our co-worker as well yeah so that's a, you know that's a whole right. other testimony you know um and so when before you know leading up to marriage you know leading up to the wedding you know i'm like you know she's working part-time and uh i'm working full-time and i'm like you know hey you know i want you to work full-time and you know yeah make some more money Uh, Um, but the uh, you know there was a lot of transition happening um at work and so i'm like looking me looking during the pandemic and seeing how much needed to be done Mm -hmm. uh in terms of um, our, you know, my principal uh, retiring and a few others retiring mm-hmm. and our, you know, appointed newly uh, assistant principal at the time is stepping into the role of vi- of of principal. Right. Head principal, there is, you know, we don't currently have uh, an assistant principal at the, t- at, the mo- at the moment. Right. Seeing what all that she had to do, I'm like, she needs some help. Mm-hmm. And so I... Um, I don't want to say. I pushed her. I pushed. I pushed <laughs> trainees to, you know, as the Bible says, you know, to make your request known, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, listen, you know, um, this is what I'm doing, but this is what I would like to do, and this is what I'm, you know." And she did it, and bless God, you know, she is my principal's uh, administrative assistant, and she still goes into the classroom. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, you know, she now, you know. Um, sees how the Lord worked it out, and so she's doing something that she loves, and that's imparting into the lives of you. And she still uses her creative gift, right? And so she does all the you know the back work and doing the you know does great jobs on the flyers and the in the weeklies and all and the uh, <laughs> signage and all. So and it's working. 
And so for no other reason than just, you know, the man in me, the worker in me, wanting my wife to be to have some stability mm-hmm. for the practical, you know, side of, you know, things, but also, yeah, just to give, get her back into, into working again. And so that meant us working together. Right. And we work, yeah, we work together. <laughs> so yes, that's my part. Yes. So as you can see, we talked about working together in business um, as business partners. And um, I think that's Andre. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, Andre. How you, sir? Bless you, man. And my sis. How y'all doing? Yes. <laughs> I'm cracking up because he said it as if he's going to say it right back. Hey, listen. He, <laughs> I, I talk real, real in real yeah. life. So listen, I talk like you guys are sitting there and laughing. <laughs> Um, but yes, we talked about uh, working together. I'm in business and in um, the workplace, and lead, which leads us into working in ministry. I mean, before even before we started dating, because um, I started this uh, imperfectly perfect uh, back in 2017. A lot took place in 2017, um, <laughs> yeah. including us starting to be business partners. More than that. A lot, yeah. People, stuff was happening. Oh yeah. yeah, a lot was happening in 2017. Yeah, um, but then, just even okay, help me in the Holy Spirit. About where was I going with this? Yes. Yeah, so, um, even just um, having this platform, even inviting him to come on the platform from time to time, saying, "Hey, uh, can you just come on the platform?" I think I had actually him and um, Dr. Pratt. Um, yep. And I had both of them on uh, as a male panelist for one of the podcasts that I did. And so eventually just having them on for just a few other ones, but just seeing how we work together um, to be on a platform like that. But now (laughs) that we are married, God is like, okay, like that was the test. That was the preparation. And even as we share with you guys, uh, you know, even on our honeymoon, like ministering to other couples, that was just kind of just like getting our feet really like wet, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. And then God is just like, okay, started downloading to our spirit and using um, different prophets and prophets, you know, prophets and prophetess of God to speak into our life and say, okay, this is where, you know, I'm not going to, God is turning my words, not reveal too much, but this is where God is leading us and God has been preparing us. Um, in different areas for ultimately where God wants us as a married couple in ministry. So just recently, um, both of us can touch on this, is that um, we both grew up at Victory and both were um, attending Victory Christian Center, but then God had led me to shift and to move on where I'm now at the River Church Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Pastor Charles and Pastor Tracy, um, who is just happen to be his parents. My parents. <laughs> yeah. So um, I shifted there first. And I'm going to be honest. I thought that he was going to shift there, you know, because, I mean, it's his parents and I thought he was going to go there. So when we had a conversation and I was like, hey, like, um, like, I know that your parents are shifting and. At that moment, I I wasn't 
uh, God didn't reveal to me the exact time that I was going to ship, but I knew that's where I was heading. So I was like, hey, I'm going to be going to the river church. I'm just waiting for God to give me the green light. And he's like, uh, well, I'm going to stay at victory. And I'm just like, but Lord, how that's going to work? <laughs> I'm like, how that's gonna work? Because at the at the time, at first, it was like, okay, I'm saying victory, and it was no signs. I didn't know whether or not he was gonna eventually come to the river. So I was just <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be that couple that's going to two different churches. So, Lord, you want to have to help me, and God was just having me to just be quiet and just allow things to transpire. Because it's like, okay, you know, y'all going to be married. So that's that's not something to be uh, hesitant about. However, you have to trust that if if he's saying that I'm leading him to stay here, then you have to trust that all of this is going to work out. And so being in a position, we'll talk more about how that was next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk more about how that, that process was next week. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, but getting back into the ministry part and then like once we got married, um, God led for him to come over to the river, um, church for us to be together. And I was like, thank you, God. <laughs> they have to worry about that. She was so happy. <laughs> I was so ecstatic. I mean, cause I mean, naturally you don't want to be like at a separate trip. That's what God has for you. Then so be it. But I know that was not my desire. <laughs> And yes, I was like, Lord, do it. So <laughs> God did it. And here we are um, being at the same church. And one thing's for sure, our pastors, um, they definitely allow the rivers to flow and help cultivate our gifts. So they see something in you. Oh, best believe you about to be doing something. Like <laughs> in a river, yep. ain't no sitting down. Ain't nobody. No, ain't no just, oh, I'm just a lay member. No, that's not it. Like so, um, just being available to put our hands to the plow, and um, just recently when we had to uh, go back virtually over the past month of January, mm-hmm. God really just used our pastors to say, "Hey, I want you guys to basically run the whole virtual." Um, platform and i was just like i was already on you know the media ministry and but to have my husband like to be added on because naturally we both working graphics and working visuals so our pastor was like okay y'all can do this together mm-hmm. yes mom go team mcneil Let's go. Let's go. so you know just having that experience together was something else that we were being tested on because again, I already told you guys that when I'm used to running things a certain way, it's kind of hard for me to let other people on. And God is still working on me with that. <laughs> so it'd be like, no, like I mean, we're using StreamYard, we're using StreamYard now, you know, for uh this platform, and that's something that our pastors wanted to do for the river church. So I'm like, I'm used to just flowing like by myself, and I'm like, I know where everything is at. I'm learning different things, and then I gotta bite let my husband come on and he's i'm just like okay like he has different ideas and i'm just like uh, i would do it a different way but <laughs> i'm like but you know guys 
it's like, okay, but he has something to add too. So you have to allow him to do what he want to do. And it's a learning. It's been a learning experience. It's um, been, it's been good. Though. Yeah. It's been um, really good though. Because, you know, um, and this will probably be, we can probably wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I learned uh, from working with my wife on StreamYard specifically and doing the visual uh, <clears throat> platform uh, with StreamYard with uh, for our church is that I am, this is another level of intimacy. And because we're, we're doing, we're working together. We're doing God's work together. Mm-hmm. And this is our part um, to, to how can I say it, to contribute to the work of the ministry at the River Church and what God mm-hmm. has us doing. And so, um, you know, learning StreamYard uh, with my wife, my wife teaching me uh, how to use StreamYard, me uh, knowing how to do, you know, PowerPoint presentations and uh, working and collaborating with our, with our pastors mm-hmm. has been a great experience. Mm-hmm. And so... Like I said, it is is it's brought us closer because you know we have to come together and we had to put and put together a piece of our, if you will, mm-hmm. that is assisting the work of the ministry that's going forth. Right. And so bless God, you know, uh for a month, my wife and I, we did this together. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten it's gotten better, praise God, as we the the more we did it. Mm-hmm. And so it has been a blessing working with my wife. Mm-hmm. It is. And so, um, yeah. So thank you guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So um, as we just, again, just um, talk about what we went over tonight, we talked about uh, what is God's vision for your marriage? It's important to know the vision. It's important to also, um, important to also know the mission of your marriage. Those are two different things. The vision is laying the groundwork but the mission is what is your calling? What is your, your ambition? Like, what is God leading you to do? We also talked about that, um, that God, who is the who, the what, and the where that um, God has called you to as a married couple. And then also it's important to know that if you are called to be married, that God is going to um, have you to work in different capacities as a married couple. And it's important that you learn how to work together because the the key word is unity and togetherness. And if you are to together as one, you should be able to work in multiple capacities and be able to respect each other's opinions, be able to respect each other's um, input on whatever God has for you. So I pray that everybody was encouraged and uplifted tonight, but what, by what we had to share, excuse me. Um, But before we end, we want to make sure that we never end a podcast without offering the gift of salvation. So those of you that may have um, been watching tonight and you just like, okay, this is cool. He's talking about courtship and he's talking about dating and he's talking about, you know, kingdom building. And you're just like, wow, I went, I went, what they have and maybe you are in a relationship and you feel as though that you're un- unequally yoked with the person and you don't understand why and you feel like it's a disconnect but guess what that disconnect is because you don't have a relationship with Christ it's a beautiful thing when you have a relationship with Jesus because he will be your everything everything you need and more he'll be your help 
He'll be your savior, your protector, your provider, your you, whatever you need. He will be just that. Jesus died on a cross for our sins so that we can have a life eternally. But the only way to get access to that is that you have to actually believe in your heart and confess it with your mouth that he died on the cross for you. Yes. And proclaim him as Lord and Savior. And that is a free gift. It's available to you if you're ready to make that decision. All you have to do is make this confession and say this prayer. So if you're ready for that, I encourage you to say this prayer with me with your hands raised. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner and I need you, Jesus, in my life. Jesus, I have lived life without you and everything that I've done before now has been meaningless. I need you, Jesus, in my life to, to wash me, to cleanse me, to make me whole. So I'm making a decision right now, God, to say that, Lord Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior and to proclaim you as my Savior. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for me, for cleansing me, for washing me and making me whole, forgiving me for everything that I have done before, now and forevermore. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me unconditionally. Thank you. And because of that, Jesus, I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you made that decision, guess what? You are now a part of the family of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Glory, glory, glory. Heaven is rejoicing for your soul right now. Heaven is rejoicing for your soul. Guess what? Today is your birthday because you are a new creature. All those old things are behind you. Behold, all things are new before you. And another call for those of you that may have had a relationship with Christ at some point, but whatever took place before now that allowed you to make the decision to step away from the things of God and step from under God's grace. One thing's for sure is that Jesus still loves you and he still cares about you. Jesus said, I will leave the 99 sheep the 99 found the sheep that I've already found for the one loss. He cares that much that he will leave 99 just for you. Why? Because what good is it to always just pay attention to the ones that are in relationship with you if you still have your children that are straying and that need you and that need you to be there so they can come home and feel safe to come home. That's who Jesus is. It doesn't matter what mistake you made. It doesn't matter what decision you made before now that may not be in God's will. He knew that you were going to make that decision. And guess what? He still loves you. And he's waiting for you to come home. All you have to do is repent. Turn from those ways. And allow God to be Lord over your life again. So I encourage you to say this prayer of rededication. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry I'm stepping away from you. 
I allow my pride, I allow my circumstances, I allow my trials and tribulations to get the betterment of me. And I stepped away from your grace. But Jesus, I realized that when I stepped away from you, that life just was not the same. That life was meaningless. And Jesus, I'm standing here before you today saying, God, come back into my life, Jesus. Be my Lord and Savior once again. I repent for my wrongdoings. I repent for all of the things that I've done. And Jesus, I say, Lord, thank you for giving me another chance to get it right. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me another chance to get back into your will, to get back into alignment with you. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me so much that you chose to leave the 99 just for me. No other love like yours, Jesus. No other love like yours, God. So, Jesus, I submit my will to you for real this time. And I'm not turning back. I am moving ahead. And I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer of rededication, welcome back into the family of God. Jesus loves you so much and he cares. Be encouraged. Be uplifted. And for those of you that maybe got saved or maybe you um, rededicated your life. One second, guys. Make sure this is not going off or rededicated your life back to Christ, it's important that you join a church home wherever God is leading you to join, whether that's the River Church or Victory Christian Center, wherever God is leading you, it's important that you join a church home somewhere where God can um, have you connected to a shepherd that is going to, um, you can get great wisdom, sound wisdom, and hold you accountable for your actions. And those gifts that's inside of you can be cultivated. So be encouraged, be uplifted. If you need help with any of those things, you can inbox me on Facebook and also on Instagram as well. And make sure, speaking of our social media handles, make sure you follow us at on Facebook at I Am Imperfectly Perfect Incorporated. Also on Instagram at I Am and I underscore am underscore imperfectly perfect on Instagram. Also, we are available on all of our podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So this will be available to you tomorrow for if you want to listen to it at your convenience. So until next time on Imperfectly Perfect Live, we will see you guys next week. Make sure you stay tuned because there is more. We have two more weeks of this great series, Kingdom Courtship. So until next time, we will see you guys next week. Have a great night. God bless y'all.